Hi everyone, welcome back to Small Hours. As always, we're going to be bringing you a great selection of new and unheard tracks that we've picked up in the last month. This month, in keeping with our guest from last time, we've got Stavros from Inside Out Records. He's going to be talking to us a little bit later about his new project after Ultimate. So, thanks for coming on. Yeah, hi guys. Really happy like to be on board today. Great show, and uh, yeah. Really happy like doing this interview, Jay. Stavros is going to be uh, giving us a, a bit of an exclusive track that he's been uh, working on as well recently, uh, which Ben's very excited about. Yeah, tracks by Ryx that we played at the end of uh, the show, I think, a couple of months ago. And yeah, we're going to uh, have the exclusive play. It's the only track. It's a rework uh, by Stavros under his DVR uh, alias, along with the excellent Acid Beast. So we're looking forward to playing that. What a name. What a name. <laughs> But to kick us off first and foremost, we've got a track by Evan Voitus. It's called Tomorrow Night Will Go Anywhere, and it's from an EP of the same name. It's actually back from 2010, but he's brought out some stuff back last year as well, which is also great, and I recommend you go and listen to it. It's described as out-there pop, and it is quite dreamy and and wonderful. Uh, He's originally from Pennsylvania, and was brought up listening to uh, acid jazz and also classically trained in New York as well. It's one that I got recommended to me at a, a party last weekend actually by uh, my friend Ant Kazeria, who was uh, giving me some lovely feedback. So thanks, Ant, and uh, it's a great way to kick off the show.
That's right, the Strokes are back. That's their first single from the new EP, Future, Present, Past, called Oblivious, out on Cult Records, and I felt that I just had to play this one. It's obviously been getting a lot of airtime. I'm sure you've heard it, and I hope you love it as well, as much as I do. But for me, it's some of the best stuff they've done in absolutely ages, and used to be a massive fan of the Strokes. For me, Is This It is one of the important albums of my life in terms of the music that I sort of grew up with and I think it really started a a new sound um, for the whole music industry really back at the time so I hope you enjoyed that one the other tracks on the EP are great as well quite consistent I particularly like Drag Queen so give that one a listen to and uh, Ben what have you got next? Yeah next up we've got Blood Orange Blood Orange is a British guy and he's got a new album out right at the end of June called Freetown Sound and I first heard of Blood Orange a few years ago actually because Damien Lazarus does a really excellent podcast occasionally called LazPod and actually he owes us a new one I don't think he's done one for probably about come on Damien yeah do a new one Uh, you know Lazarus obviously is known as more of a you know, sort of DJ and house and techno DJ, but he does this brilliant podcast of much more eclectic uh, music, sometimes taking kind of world influences and all sorts of uh, bits and pieces, kind of non-dance floor things. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the next time he has one of those uh, published. Just does it from time to time. But as I said, I first came across Blood Orange on one of the last pod uh, podcasts. And um, I think he's actually quite a prolific producer. He's been around for quite a while, and reading up on him, he's actually produced for really big names um, like Florence and the Machine and Chemical Brothers and even Kylie. But uh, yeah, under his Blood Orange um, alias, he's, uh, as as Tom would say, he's not all for me. But um, sometimes it gets kind of slightly too poppy for me, but some tracks from his albums are really, really stand out. And there's another one actually from his 2011 album called Coastal Grooves. Uh, that's the album name. And the track on there that is a real standout for me is called Sutfin Boulevard. So if you go and track down his kind of uh, previous albums on Spotify or whatever, um, then go for that one first. It's really, really. Um, just really cool I don't know what to compare it to really apart from some of the Wolf and Lamb um, bits and pieces sort of along those similar veins but yeah uh, I had listened to this new album that he's just put out last month and this was the standout track for me it actually reminds me of a little bit of Prince it's kind of got this like funky beat to it that just made me think of Prince but the track's called EVP don't know what it stands for but um, yeah enjoy it yeah I think there's there's a sound of uh, kindness as well which is like a, an yeah, artist yeah, that yeah, we're, yeah. we're really into as well and I, I love that and also has done a couple of really nice sort of funked up covers as well so there's uh, one from the last album Cupid Deluxe where they do a, a cover of Manson Always Let You Down which is one to go and try as well
So that track was by Jonas Policewoman. It's called Whatever You Like, and it's from her album Cover uh, from 2010. She's actually called Joan Wasser. She's got uh, four albums to, to date so far. Uh, and this one's actually, <laughs> bizarrely, a cover of T.I. I've already mentioned tonight, I think, that I uh, absolutely adore a cover. Uh, one of my favourite games is covers better than the originals, so... This one, the original, is absolutely god-awful. It's like rap, R&B, just dreadful, dreadful stuff, which makes this one all the better. Welcome, Stevie R. Thanks for coming down to join us on the show this month. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. Like, uh, really happy like, to be here today and... Uh... I'm looking forward to see what you're going to ask me. Like, I'm pretty, pretty scared to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, obviously, you and I uh, know each other well, actually, from working at uh, Inside Out Records together. But you're involved in a new band project called After Altamont that we're really excited about. Can you tell us a bit more about the project? I think we started, like, uh, last year. And uh, it was a bit about uh, me getting bored with just... Uh, electronic music and uh, things I've heard again, if you know what I mean. It's like, I just had to go back to what I was listening to as a kid, really, and what my father was playing in cassettes, like in the car or traveling. It was like uh, old Greek music from the 20s or 30s, which is like, rebetico. And it's... Um, I just like uh, found out that uh, I need to get this music to more people, you know? I need to get this music to the people in Europe. So like, uh, I got my hands like on the Zuras and the Baglamas, which for the people that don't know what it is, is like uh, Greek string instruments. And then like, uh, worked with uh, loads of musicians around Europe, just we went traveling like with my mate Taudi from the band, and recorded like lots of really, really good like drum players, percussion players, like uh, sick people, like I thank all of them. And uh, the final result just organically came to be, you know, a kind of, someone like called it psycho jazz, I think like, I don't know what it is, I, I, I know it is like uh, Greek instruments with like some analog electronics and uh, some psychedelic, uh, I would dare say like expanding rock, because like Pink Floyd would hate like me saying psychedelic, really. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, like I would, uh, it is a combination of these things, it's something we felt like doing spontaneously and uh, we're really humbled and happy with the feedback we are getting at the moment. Yeah, and you've had a load of amazing feedback so far on the on the demos from Warp Music and from um, others. Can you tell us a bit more about the the uh, early feedback? I mean, like, I'm not sure if I should be talking about this, really. But, okay. Uh, yeah, the good people like from uh, Brownswood were really kind about like uh, the album Osunlande, Art Jazz. Uh, Robert Babbitt, who mixed and mastered the album, like, big love and respect, Robert. Uh, like, uh, Christian... Uh, yeah, like, Christian from Boiler Room. He's yeah, obviously. like, guys from True Thoughts. So many, I'm just scared I will forget someone, you know. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so much love, like, uh, we have received for that. And uh, I'm really, really happy because it's something uh, we just felt like, you know, we felt like we needed to do that, you know. You know? Yeah. And, We're uh, really excited about it. Can you tell us a bit more about uh, where the name came from, the, the After Arsmont name? Alright, yeah, I'm just like, 
I feel like I'm touching too much right now, but like, uh, just like. It's an interview. You go ahead. All right, so like, um, the idea came like from the Altamont Festival, which was the last festival that was ever done without like security, without like tickets. It was like just, you know, people gathering and like. Uh, and it was in the US, right? In the, yes. In the 60s, was it? It was like 70s. 70s. Believe, yeah. And uh, it was the last time like that this uh, happened because um, I'm unfortunately like a guy from a motorbike gang uh, slayed like a black person and uh, obviously things changed after that. It was like in front of Mick Jagger. Like there's some really interesting documentaries like to see about. It's like you know, it's really sad what happened. But um, the change that actually happened was not, you know, I see it more as a general change that it became produced suddenly. The idea of the unproduced died. The idea, like, of that, uh, if you get like people like uh, with good music in a festival, the idea that benevolent spirit would prevail, you know, ceased to exist really. And uh, that's what we're trying to do: bring spontaneity back in music. I'm not sure if we are succeeding, but uh, I'm sure we are doing our best. Yeah, it's sort of a unique sound that you know isn't really um around that much at the moment i think that's what makes it a unique album you know it's still yet to be released but people are really excited about the the early listens to it it's uh, not your average run-of-the-mill album uh, i'm really happy you say that like uh, it's very unfortunate that we haven't had the opportunity to put anything out there for people to listen to but at the moment obviously like it's a bit hard because we're talking with the labels and uh, it's not that easy we just we can't just like put something out even if we really really want to put it out for people to listen to it because that's why we made it we didn't make it to like uh, be famous or any of this like stuff we made it for like for making people feel something you know like making people feel what we feel like listen to the instruments and the influences we have and if we can offer them like even a second of happiness or like any kind of feeling sadness doesn't matter like I feel the project is a success yeah when should we expect it to to be coming out when can people who are anxiously awaiting it I mean, get like, their hands uh, on it it's a really good question to be honest with you like <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't know because you know how these things go like uh, uh, there is like such a long process such a long process like uh, with the uh, how the label wants to promote it and uh, yeah. what they believe is the best uh, time to go out. And uh, but there are there are some shows coming up uh, over the next couple of months that people can get down to. Um, tell us about those. That there's a there's a industry night that potentially isn't open to the the public, but there are some other uh, nights around London over the next two or three months that people can uh, come and check out the sound. I mean, like uh, the only real after Altamont. Uh, so would be like on the 22nd of July and again like uh, it's a very small intimate place like a private place so even if I wanted to have everyone there to check it there is like physically no space you know (laughs) so like uh, small people get ready I'm like uh, if we could shrink them I don't know if you have like (laughs) a way I I don't so like uh, the guest list for that is full unfortunately but but this will be streamed so people will be able to watch the stream and then we will have a video footage of uh, what's happening so people 
we'll have like the opportunity to listen to the sound for the first time. Cool. Where where can we get the stream? Is that going to be um, posted on your SoundCloud page or on the Facebook page? The event is going to like uh, take place at the Doc Studios in Dalston, and uh, if you check their page, like uh, it's the Docs Studios, so like uh, they have like the stream link. Yeah. And so the 22nd of July, like 6 p.m., obviously GMT. People like uh, will be able like to just click on the stream thing and uh, listen to the music. Cool. But even if they miss it, we will have like the video coming out afterwards, and uh, we'll make it available on all our pages. Yeah. So like, it's no big problem if they don't actually make it. Yeah. Uh, so if you search After Altamont on Facebook, it's on the uh, afteraltamont.com is the website. Um, and tell us a bit more about what the actual setup of the band is. You know, like, the funny thing about the setup of the band, especially when you have like a band combining uh, electronics with organic instruments, is that it is an ever-evolving setup, really. So, obviously, we had tons of instruments uh, originally used and recorded for the album material, but unfortunately we cannot have all these people with us for the first live. And uh, for the first live there is a really, really interesting arrangement of uh, different delay pedals and samplers and instruments go back in the samplers and the back in pedals and creating all the psychedelic atmospheres as we go. And then we have like live guitars, we have like uh, Greg, which is uh, one of the most amazing drummers like I've ever met. He'll be playing like uh, live percussion and drums on the gig. We'll have like, uh, obviously like my mate from the band, Taudi, who is one of the best, honestly, guitarists I've ever seen. And the guy is like, uh, we're so synced about like what we want to achieve in the sound. And... Uh, Potentially, we might have a guest uh, side you playing with us on the day, and we will have like one of our vocalists, Kevin Davy White, like singing with us. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a big setup. We hope uh, we don't mess it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got full confidence. And so we we can't play an album track quite yet. So kind of waiting, beta breath to um, to release that to the public. But what we have got uh, an exclusive on. Um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, is a rework that you and Taudi from the band have done as Stevie R and the Acid Beast of uh, an abs- absolute beaut of a track that we played uh, a couple of months ago by Ryex. The track's called Only. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that and then we'll... Uh, okay, I would really up. feel bad if I didn't give you credit about this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny because like, I remember we were out uh, for a beer and... Uh, you played me the track and uh, I was like, this is amazing. So like, initially we did it uh, just for us to play it out, you know? We just got like some live bass on there, some guitars, some strings, like just... It just came out though quite good and we were like, we might as well do something with it. And uh, yeah, thank you Ben, because like uh, that's, uh, that's 60% you're doing. <laughs> Come on, you said it like this. <laughs> Uh, but it's been uh, getting some attention from the industry sort of uh, press types over the last couple of weeks and it's going to be coming out sort of uh, unofficially via chapter 24 records right in the next uh, in the next few weeks I was so surprised about all that to be honest with you <laughs> I was honestly this 
this track we started it really just for us to play it out and so it's just uh, people seem keen to write about it <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> no, yeah, I think you're, I think you're <laughs> playing yourself down there a little bit uh, I mean I've had a, uh, a little bit of a listen before we uh, before you guys have and I think there are, there are comparisons to be drawn between you know the um, Frank Riedemann you know howling version of Ride before I really like it and I'm I've said already, I think it's better than the original. I'm big on like versions that are bigger than the original one. I I think it is, so fair play to you, Stevie R. Stay, I mean like that's so kind of you like uh yeah. Thank you. I mean like <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, so we're looking forward to uh, playing it for you now, so as we say, world exclusive, look out for it, uh, available over the coming weeks but you heard it here first and you'll stick around with us for the rest of the evening say a little goodbye later absolutely guys yeah the world premiere is like yours and I'm really happy about it and uh, yeah like uh, we'll, I'll stick around with you like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got the Brooklyns thanks again for coming <laughs> on mate <laughs> thank right. you guys
so there we have it a small hours world exclusive that feels great saying that actually <laughs> thanks Davros for that I'm sure you'll all agree that's an absolute beaut and you can understand why we were getting so excited about it the next track we've got lined up is by Whitney it's called No Woman from their album Light Upon The Late which is from this year on Secretly Canadian uh, it's made up by two guys Max Kakacek and Julian Ehrlich uh, and they're from Chicago originally uh, but they're now based in LA it's really dreamy um, it's been described as sweet soul with a dash of tear-stricken country which I think is quite a quite a nice description and it's been really well received this album uh, I've listened to a few tracks from there and do really think it's great Julian's actually done some stuff with Unknown Mortal Orchestra as well who are a little bit poppy but um, like good pop you know worth a listen still so yeah have a listen to it I hope you like it as much as I do
from the self-titled EP back from 2014 on To Four Thieves Records. I picked these guys up because of their song Unknown, which is also from the same EP, uh, and just really liked it, sort of the sort of off vocals uh, mixed with sort of uh, just a really interesting mixture of styles, really. And I highly recommend the, the whole EP. I'm really excited for them to bring some new stuff out as well. Cool, thanks Tom. And next up we've got Cassie and it's a track from her brand new album out at the end of June on Oz Music, which is Will Soul's label. And the album's called Donna. Most people that go and see House and Techno sort of uh, club nights will know Cassie. She's actually Austrian but spent a lot of time in Berlin and she's a huge sort of minimal techno artist. She's done a lot of stuff with Ricardo Villalobos and Steve Berg and uh, plays at Panorama Bar in Berlin a lot of times. Yeah, the track is called What If. I've had a listen through to the album and it's cool, but there are a couple of standout tracks towards the end of the album. I think one's uh, this one that we're going to play, What If. The other one's called Without You that I really like. We opted for What If. There's also a track on the album that's a cover of Prince, actually called Strange Relationships so uh, have a listen to that one but uh, yep we thought we'd throw this one in and we hope you like it
As we close out the show then, that was the excellent Dop with a track called Melancholia and it's from an EP that they've uh, again just released over the last couple of weeks and it's sort of an odd one, it's called Email from a Beetle, the, uh, the EP and they've got like a Ghostbusters artwork for it so they've slightly gone off the wall there. But uh, Dop are an excellent trio from France. There's a particular favourite of mine called Blanche Neige, which is from about 2011, I think. One of my standout tracks from them. But yeah, this uh, latest Melancholia track caught my attention. So really happy to play that one. And our final track as we close out is from an artist called Aritani. And it's an alias of an excellent guy uh, called Gianni from Switzerland who also releases on Inside Out Records that Stevie and I are from. Uh, the earliest that he uses for Inside Out so far is an ethereal, but uh, this new Aritani uh, alias is something we're really excited about. It's actually a rework of a track called Hours by Rue and we think you're going to love it. It's kind of downbeat and a perfect one to close out the show. Aritani also has a really excellent new EP that's just come out over the last kind of week or two called, and forgive my pronunciation here, but Lucas Del Requiedo, and it's on his home label Casa Chaos, which is kind of a Brazilian label. Um, But yeah, really, really good. If you like the sound of David August's slower music and um, Nicholas Yar's sound, then I think you'll love that. So do go and listen to that bit. So yeah, we're going to finish on this killer rework of his. Goodbye from me, and I'll hand over to uh, Tom and Stevie to say goodbye. Yeah, just wanted to, before we go, say uh, another massive thank you to Stevie R for coming on. The track that you played was great. Uh, it's going to be on Chapter 24 Records. If you didn't hear that earlier, all the best with that. Uh, wishing you the best of luck for, for the big event next uh, thank week thank you so much guys like uh, I'm really really pleased to be like here today like uh, had an amazing time and uh, all the best with your show thanks, thanks very so much. much and uh, 
Just a quick reminder as well before we go, you can check all of our stuff out on smallhourslondon.co.uk and all the playlists are on there, links to the SoundCloud. Everything. Uh, So until next month, see you then. Say your heart.